0: 48K
1: News. It's one o'clock, I'm Bill Robertson. Top stories, former LegCo president Tsung-yuk-sing blames social inequality for the unrest here. Executive councillor Regina Ip calls on the chief executive Carrie Lam to deploy her soft power. And Beijing hits out at Hong Kong's youth saying they shouldn't trap themselves in a Cantonese-speaking circle. Former LegCo president Zhang Yok sing says social inequality has been fueling civil unrest in Hong Kong. The pro-Beijing heavyweight said housing was a major problem, but not the root cause, as mainland media outlets are now suggesting. Mainland media are criticising local developers for hoarding land, saying the housing problem here must be addressed. Mr Tsung was speaking to reporters after taking part in an RTHK radio programme.
2: I believe the main reason why... The protest against the extradition bill has exploded into such an enormous scale is because of the pent-up resentment among the public. Resentment towards the government because, among other things, of social inequality. And the housing problem, I believe, is the most acute, most striking example ...of social inequality in Hong Kong.
1: Mr Tsung also praised Glory to Hong Kong, a song written for the anti-extradition protest movement and seen by some as the unofficial anthem of the territory. Mr Tsung said it was a high-quality production from professional people. While he wouldn't comment on the lyrics that some suggest advocate independence, he said the song shows the government's promotional efforts have been weak. Asked whether the government should create a similar song, he said he thought the government was considering the matter. New People's Party Chairwoman Regina Ip says the Chief Executive Carrie Lamb should make more use of her influence or soft power and that it's regrettable that Mrs Lamb said she had nothing apart from the 30,000-strong police force. In the latest leaked audio of Mrs Lamb speaking to members of the business community, she said that's why any action by the government had to take into account the force's reaction. But noting that Mrs Lamb might have been emotional when making the remarks, the Executive Councillor said the CE still had the support of civil services and political allies like herself. Here's Mrs Ip.
3: A leader, a political leader, should not just rely on hard power. She should think more about how to deploy her soft power. That's all all leaders do. You need to exert your influence. Clearly, she is at a loss as to how to exert her influence. And she should not discount the support given to her by the remaining... Uh, civil service you know the rest of the civil service more than a hundred and thousand people who are also supporting her and also her partners in governance such as ourselves.
1: Mrs Ip reiterated that setting up an independent inquiry is not the way forward if people want to deal with complaints against alleged police brutality. She gave the example of the Commission of Inquiry or COI looking into the construction scandal at Hong Hong.
3: They cannot investigate who are the men in white, the men in black, or the men in red. You know, They can't do it. You know, If you look at the COI, the latest one, investigating the Hong Kong extension, the platform at Hong Kong uh, of the Tin Central Link, it started in 2018. It has asked for the fourth extension, three years and not able to complete its work. And I'm sure the findings would, be, would likely be inconclusive
1: The powerful Communist Party body that oversees law enforcement on the mainland has hit out at Hong Kong's youth, saying they shouldn't limit themselves to life in the SAR. The Central Political and Legal Affairs Commission said young people in Hong Kong should not trap themselves in a Cantonese-speaking circle, and instead they should look northwards to where the opportunities are. In a WeChat post, the commission said young people can't use laser pointers to paint their lives with color, referring to the devices that anti-government protesters have been using to shine at police. The article also said Hong Kong youngsters like to label themselves as having a global vision. But although they are used to traveling in Western countries, Japan and South Korea, they turn a blind eye to their motherland, the world's fastest-growing economy. Criticizing what it apparently sees as their views on the mainland's legal system, is that thinking of youngsters is backward if they believe they will be arrested on the mainland for just walking down the street. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The MTR says normal services on the Wan line have resumed after problems with an overhead line at Shui Po led to disruption this morning. Robert Kemp has more. Just after 6.30, the
2: company said services between Jordan and Lai King stations were suspended, affecting seven stations on the Chun-Wan line. About an hour later, the disruption only covered the four stations between Prince Edward and Lai King, as repair teams got to work. The MTR put on a free shuttle bus service. The company later also arranged for some Kuntong line trains to serve central, arranging for them to stop at Mong Kok, Mate, and Jordan on the Chun-Wan line.
1: Pro-democracy activist Joshua Wong has urged President Trump to include a human rights clause in any trade agreement with China and sought Washington's backing for Hong Kong's democracy movement. Hours after arriving in the United States, Mr Wong called on American politicians to pass a bill expressing support for the pro-democracy campaign. During a speaking engagement in New York, Mr Wong said it's crucial that Hong Kong is factored into Sino-US trade talks saying the SAR faces the threat of emergency laws and fears that Beijing would send in troops. The United States and Brazil have given details of plans to support development in the Amazon, which they claim will help protect its biodiversity. Brazil's foreign minister said the creation of jobs and commercial initiatives would help protect the world's largest intact rainforest. His US counterpart, Mike Pompeo, said an investment fund would support the plan.
3: We're going to grow our trade relationship that already accounts for more than $100 billion annually. And this month, the Brazilians and the American teams will follow through on our commitment that our president's made in March. We're getting off the ground a $100 million 11-year impact investment fund for Amazon biodiversity conservation. And that project will be led by the private sector.
1: The proposal comes as criticism mounts over Brazil's handling of some of the worst fires in the Amazon for almost two decades. The former British Prime Minister, David Cameron, has defended his decision to call the referendum in which the electorate voted for Brexit. In a newspaper interview before the release of his memoirs, Mr Cameron said Britain's relationship with the European Union was an issue which had to be addressed. Hollywood actress Felicity Huffman has been sentenced to 14 days in prison for fraudulently securing a place at a top university for her daughter. She had pleaded guilty, but others accused in the scandal have not, as the BBC's David Willis explains.
0: There will be others who have uh, pleaded not guilty in this case, which involves about 51 different defendants. And uh, they will be presumably very concerned now. Laurie Loughlin, who's a uh, sitcom star and a soap opera star, has been one of those who has been uh, steadfastly maintaining her innocence in this case. And uh, there's a lot of speculation on social media that she may be worried now, given that uh, Felicity Huffman, who admitted her guilt, is serving... A prison sentence, albeit not quite as long as the prosecution had sought for her.
1: To football now, and the English Premier League is back after the international break, and there are some brilliant fixtures to look forward to. With a preview, here's the BBC's John Bennett.
2: Liverpool get the weekend underway when they welcome Newcastle United to Anfield, aiming to maintain their 100% record so far this season, four wins from four. Manchester City are second in the table and face newly promoted Norwich City at Carrow Road. The champions will be without Amaric Laporte, who is not expected to return to action until the start of 2020 due to his knee injury. The team in third are Leicester City, who are starting to believe they are genuine top six contenders this season. What better way to prove that than by beating a big six side in their own backyard? They meet Manchester United at Old Trafford, facing their former centre-back Harry Maguire. Elsewhere, Tottenham meet in-form Crystal Palace, who have won their last two Premier League matches. And Arsenal are away to Watford, who have a new manager. Kike Sanchez-Flores has returned to the club after Javi Grazia was sacked during the international break. Flores guided Watford to 13th place and an FA Cup semi-final when he was last in charge of the club. Meanwhile, after an underwhelming start, Chelsea take on Wolves at Molineux.
1: That was the BBC's John Bennett with that report. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Former LegCo president Sung yok sing blames social inequality for the unrest here. Executive councillor Regina Ip calls on the chief executive Carrie Lam to deploy her soft power. And Beijing hits out at Hong Kong's youth, saying they shouldn't trap themselves in a Cantonese-speaking circle. That's the news from RTHK.
0: And welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Pierre Andlay, with you till 3 p.m. This week we have two musical themes on offer. First, our featured album from Angolan Kuduro Funk Rock star, Diron Animal, and hot new hits from a surprising number of places on the planet. As always, Giovanni says it so well in Italian, we're still the belly button of the world. And we start off with one of our new tracks from a surprising number of places on the planet, with uh, Santi, alternative rapper-singer from Lagos in Nigeria. He is quite an interesting dude. Two stage names: Ozzy B and Santi, and he started actually as an actor at the age of ten. Then went into music in a professional way at the age of sixteen. Came out with his first EP in 2013 under the name Aussie B. Now, under the name Santee, he's gone more the new wave dance hall slash rhythm and blues. And uh, this next track has quite a stunning video that goes with it. As he started off as an actor, stories are very important to him. And he's quoted as saying, Sparky is a film about consequences and the minds of different people and how small events lead to unexpected results. I wanted to do more storytelling and visuals because it's an important medium in which we can bring out various emotions in people. So the video sees three young gals and uh, the story is about death, rage, grief, friendship, betrayal. Take a pick. The track is called Sparky. Here's Santi.